You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. It's Monday, so it's time for Shapiro World with David Shapiro from Sassman Securities in Johannesburg. David, there's two things we've got this week, which we'll talk about in a moment. Thanksgiving, and well, I don't need to talk about that, but also a Black Friday, which maybe we yeah. should talk about. But the other thing I want to talk about before we go stateside... And that is the currency markets, because I've got the dollar around 18.44, which is US dollar, which has gained yeah. 1%. And I've got the euro dollar at 109.25, which is a euro that has, has gained. So the dollar is weak against other currencies, but strong against the rand, or the rand is weak mm-hmm. against the dollar. What has happened to the rand today? Something's going on there. I, yeah, I, I find it very... I've, I've, found it very, very difficult to read over the last couple of weeks. Remember, we were close to 19 at one stage, I think, yeah. and or over, and then suddenly uh, improved all the way to about 18, 10, 18, 20. You know, at a time where I thought that was a little excessive. And since then, it's, it's kind of hovered and uh, gone a bit weaker. I think trying to find a level which will probably be around where we are at the moment. But the individual dynamics are not, not easy to read. Um, Lindsay, the situation here is, is not great. I mean, no. uh, it, it, what I mean by that, uh, after the midterm budget, I think we had a dose of reality uh, realizing that we haven't really got much margin to do anything. Um, if we don't start cutting expenditure, which politically is impalatable or unpalatable, what's the word? Yes. Um, it, uh, it's, it's, we're going to be in a position where we're going to have to issue more debt, which is going to trigger a huge amount of concern from the rating agencies and also from uh, creditors. So um, I, it's, it's not a good situation. There's not much money. Um, you know, there isn't a lot of money. We're back to load shedding again. So I think take away world markets, which has been giving us a bit of support, uh, their concerns. And I think the other concern is is, is really the currency, uh, sorry, the commodity markets. And it's the one area going into next year that I have kind of doubts about. You know, saying, hold on a sec, I can't read this one. Uh, I think we're going into a better year next year, but I'm not sure where, where you know, commodity markets are. Are they going to improve uh, or are they going to just kind of flatten in a, in a weakish global growth environment? So I, I, maybe all of this is playing on, on uh, you know, investors' nerves. I don't know. It's not, it's not an easy situation to read. No, it's not. And let's stay with South Africa before we go, as I said earlier on stateside. And there's been some interesting results out. Uh, We've had Mm. Barlow Wells results. The market's not doing much there. It's up 0.8%. But have you had a brief scan of them? I I did look at Barlow Wells. Look, first of all, when you open these results, you get 300 pages of small print. Oh, my goodness. And I like to try and... I like to try and get to the bottom. And remember, they sold off their logistics and they sold off their uh, motor car division or their automotive division, which was Zeda, Z-E-D-A, which is Avis. And at the end, you come down to yellow metal, you know, to their equipment. And it's done okay. They Remember their, their soft underbelly, or let's put it this way, I don't, they're, they're, they're still having to deal with Russia, mm. where they've got operations there which are starting to really flag because they're not going to be able to get spares. 
they're not going to be able to do anything. They're probably just kind of bumbling along. I couldn't get, you know, going through all these pages, I couldn't get to the narrative on that one and the commentary on that one. But I imagine that's the, you know, that's something that's, that, that's dragging them down. Um, they're doing okay at, at home. They bought Ingrain, which uh, they bought from Tongart, which was the, um, the syrup company, what do we call it, the starches, sorry. Mm. Uh, that had a pretty poor year as well. Um, or came back from last year. I'm not sure the reason, uh, you know, um, but uh, it, it's a reasonable result. You know, it's a pretty decent. It's not an easy result to to understand unless you go through the full details of of where they, how they're operating. Doing well in Mongolia, doing well here on the mining side, but uh, there are a few question marks around it. Not one that you go for, David. I, I did go for it. You know, I must, I must admit it's something I've looked at simply because it was associated with mining. And I've always thought that we were going to get an infrastructure mining boom, which is not really materialized. So, um, and yeah, I watch it, but uh, uh, I'm not going out and getting too excited about it at the moment until I'm going to give a big red underline until we get some money to expand this uh, uh, economy of ours, which, as I said in just you know, now it's it's some time away. It's it's I don't know. It's hard to read. It is hard Lindsay to read. Ma, yes. you, know, you know, anecdotally, I'm hearing very poor stories about the platinum mines, the pressures that they're under, uh, and that's some that's something we've been discussing in quite a lot of detail about the falling platinum and palladium prices, and, and also that. them shedding mm. lots and lots of jobs, which is obviously yep. horrible for the people yep. that lose their jobs. But it just mm -hmm. shows you that in an environment where it's very, very difficult to sack people in South Africa, they've yep. managed to do it, and it's cost them a lot in the short term, but it shows you. They look forward and they say, we can't continue like this unless platinum goes to $1,500 an ounce or whatever it is. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like Miners are like, there is no leeway. You know what I mean? You can't, uh, uh, you've got to make those very, very tough decisions, and they big employees, employers, sorry, uh, they're big employers in the in, in the country, and we're talking a lot of jobs. So it's a worry. And then, you know what happens? People don't realize this, is that you've got the multiplier effect uh, because our whole, our whole uh, economy is attached to mining. Yes. You know, if one shaft closed down, everything around that shaft also starts to run down whether it's the store, a chemist, doctor, whatever it is, you know, when everything around there starts to feel the pinch of, of closed, uh, you know, of, of closing a shaft. So, um, you know, one doesn't realize how dependent other industries are on the mining industry. Well, so this is an interesting thing. You say that mm. the shops, and you imagine you're a small retailer, mm. a corner shop in Rustenburg or something, and you mm. wait for a Friday when the miners come out and they buy a Coca-Cola and uh, whatever. Yep. And uh, But then the, the, those miners are gone because they've been retrenched. Yep. Then suddenly you had fine margins anyway. And you were, you know, you're making a living, but not doing that well. Suddenly, you're going into the red, and you have to close mm -hmm. down. So, if, as you quite yep. rightly say, the tendrils that mm -hmm. come out from these platinum mines are enormous. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's uh, it's. In fact, if you go through the whole of South Africa, that's one of the big areas we never made provision for that as gold mining started to slow down. And when you drive through the Free State or you drive through uh, various areas here, if you go to the East Rand, 
in, in Johannesburg, even the West Rand, you know, you start to see the the effect of uh, of the closing of you know of our gold mines. Look, this has taken place over years of that, but we never. You know, we never made provision for it and never realized that this was going to come to that sudden halt. And it affected industry because, you, you know, when you read the history, this, the, the, the um, call it the industrial history, economic history of South Africa, you'll see how many businesses, you know, were attached to the mining industry and how many, you know, from steel to uh, even to engineering businesses. So, yeah, it's, it, it has an impact. Okay, um, talking about government spending, David, as you were earlier yeah. on, PPC Limited Group results, I mean, obviously it's very diversified throughout Africa, but the results for the six months ended 30th September. Share price up 11.4%. Isn't that one of the shares that you've got in your sort of Hail Mary 10 stocks that, that, that have been given up? I think you've got PPC, haven't you? You must be thrilled. Uh, no. Nah. No, I didn't put PPC ah. in. I didn't expect. They, they, they're selling off their Rwanda operation. Mm. I wonder if it's just not a uh, a response to the amount of money that they're going to get in. But strangely, I think, I, you know, I, I haven't followed it because it's been so difficult to follow because there's been no spending here. And it's been an impossible business to run here without uh, any kind of spending taking place in the government because you need, you know, you can't, uh, first of all, building has also slowed down. You see that even the bucky builders have slowed down and you can't rely on chaps who are buying one sack of uh, cement to take home and, you know, use over the weekend to to add another wall onto their homes, etc. Yes, it mm. helps, but you need big government, you need big industry spend, you know, whether it's roads, whether it's bridges, schools, those kind of things. And we haven't had it for a long time. I've still got to go through those results uh, in, 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 in detail, but it's, you know, I've kind of just brushed it aside simply knowing what the, what, you know, what's going to be underneath it all. Okay, no spe- we, we haven't got money to spend. No. You know, I come back to this, sorry for harping on it, but, but the same thing, if you, go th- if you go through the midterm budget, if you go through our accounts, you know, there is no more money. So much money goes on grants, on social grants, and, uh, you know, in, in, in that area, that there's no money left to reinvest in the country and to build the roads and to build the things that you need that drive PPC. Again, why was PPC there? Where did it start? I think back in the 1890s or something. Why? Because of the expansion of the mining industry. Uh, a huge amount of, of development took place, and that's where you got the start of uh, Pretoria, Portland Cement. Exactly right. History there, yeah. David, uh, Nick here. We had Life Healthcare out, I think it was last week, and they mm. got caned by market yeah. participants. Today, Nick Care comes out, and it's got a different result, up 6%, mm. as I'm looking at. I mean, I know their business models are probably uh, very, very different, but it seems to be a nice result. Well, it is. I, th- I think uh, better than, than the market is expecting, particularly after Life Healthcare. Very much a local operation. They've closed their offshores. I mean, they closed their UK operation. So it's, uh, it's local. I think things are coming off a very low base. Um, I'm going there on Thursday, so um, <laughs> I have to go in for a small procedure again okay. to do uh, care. But uh, <laughs> it's a decent operation. You know, it's a very decent operation. And I think what it does show you as well is I think how important private health care uh, is in this country. 
Um, I've yet to go through the numbers. I was going through Omnia, Astral, Baller World. I've still got to go through Netcare and, as you say, PPC, just to complete today's um, run-in. I don't know what else came out today. No, no, that, so you that, covered that, everything. I hadn't even seen Astral mm, and oh, no. the Omnia. That, that I saw was, Omnia, uh, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Omnia was uh, Om- Omnia flesh. is also. Yeah, but Omnia is also... Um, indicative or symptomatic of what's happening here. Mm. Um, they did well on the mining side. Look, they, they do mining throughout Africa and that, but on the, on the agricultural side and on the you know, lower chemical prices um, and also on the chemical side, they, were, they took a lot of strain. So, look, the share, the share price is up a bit, but I think a lot, this was also um, signaled, you know, we had a trading update, I think, last week, so this wasn't any kind of surprise. A decent company, Lindsay. There's a, you know, I um, I read a lot. When I say I read a lot, I was reading Hendrick's report from '91 uh, and going through quite a few views on the market as we go into next year. And, and when you look at our market, you, you've made no money on any of these. You know, all the shares that we are talking about now, and these are proud historical names. Uh, every one of them. If you go back four or five years. They were significantly higher than where they are now. So if you've been a shareholder in these businesses, you made no money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you made absolutely no money. And that's that's the question. We, you know, when we, we we start looking forward, and I think you asked you're asking about South Africa, you're asking about the rand. I'm saying, so what's going to change? You know, what's going to what's going to suddenly project these companies forward and allow them? To get back to where they were, I don't know. I don't think we've got the projection. I don't think we've got the uh, rocket fuel to get us there. Yes. Okay. Well, let's get away from the sad <laughs> stuff and uh, move on to <laughs> on to the good stuff. Black Friday on Friday, mm-hmm. and they call mm-hmm. it Black Friday because I, I think that retailers had a tough time after the Thanksgiving holiday, which is always the third Thursday of November every year, and it's it's, it's bigger than Christmas. Let's face it, in the United States. It's a massive, massive holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Friday. I must say that a lot of it is a bit of a con when you compare the prices to the rest of the year. In fact, in some cases, they're even higher than the prices in the rest of the year. But I got um, an email from a company I'd bought, uh, a German company, I'd bought something online from them. And they kindly sent me an email and said, well, Mr. Williams, you bought this for 179 euros. It's now 125 euros. We're giving you 40% off. And I said, okay, good, because I needed another set. It was linen, David, beautiful Egyptian cotton bed linen, you know, four or five pieces. And I thought, yeah, I'll get another one of those. It's always good to have a spare set. So I, I bought it. But do people really, do you get conned into Black Friday? Yes. Oh, do you? Yes. Oh yeah, no, not me. People do it. Yeah, they look for oh. bargains. Mm. And 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 if you're going to buy a TV, you're going to buy anything. You you wait. What's very interesting? Yes. <laughs> if if you look at businesses, if you look at the, go to all the retailers, whoever you are, and you go watch year to year, the margins are always the same. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you never feel the effect. So all of this is kind of discounted or taken into consideration. You know, I, I, you know, I go to America. I'm going to America in December to see my daughter and grandchildren. And I go out to Boston. I go to New York, and I walk around the shops. And uh, especially now, we go into 
uh, holiday season and that and it go to j crew it's 40 percent on 40 percent or go to bloomingdale's and you'll get friends and family minus 30 percent you know and you've got all these kind of bargains and and yes they're real people do go out and look for them but at the end of the day when you go and look at bloomingdale's accounts i don't know if you can because I don't know who owns them and where they'll, but any of the other businesses, their margins are steady, you know, year after year. There's no reflection of, of any pain taken over this period. So I think it's just all built into the, uh, to the operations. You know, America are high volume, low margins and so on. So, uh, you, but you do, you know, you, you, they are bargains the whole year there, but there you get proper bargains. In South Africa, you get nothing. What happens in South Africa is they go into the warehouses and say, what haven't we sold for the last five years? Let's try to get rid of it. Get it out. You know? <laughs> get it out. You get rubbish here. Yeah, unless you go to, to Checkers or, or ShopRite, you know, yes. So then they do, you know, and particularly for people who are on a tight budget, yes, they can get, you know, uh, certain bargains. And I think Checkers and ShopRite and the various other retailers know exactly what to sell and what draws them into the store. So, yeah, yeah, it's a big shop. It's a big spending weekend. Yeah, and of course, in my opinion, it dilutes the Christmas spend. It says mm. you've got $1,000 to spend, and maybe you spend mm. 300 on Black Friday or more, and that means yeah. that uh, you've got less for the Christmas spend, for the food and drink and everything, and also for the presents. Anyway, that's just my opinion. Don't no you... question about it. Yeah, but what it does do, as you've said, is it's, it's brought forward the Christmas period. Yes, you know, it does. So you'll see it in the accounts, you know, November, December. You'll see November is the big spending month. And this week, it's a week earlier. It's on the 23rd. What's, yeah, Friday is 24th. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, I'm very interested to, to see what there is. And uh, I'm looking across now. I'm going in January. I mean, I'm going in December. So I want to see if there are any bargains, you know. <laughs> To buy the only problem is that when you go to America now and see it's it's midwinter and you can't find anything because American winter clothes just are impractical for South Africa, <laughs> totally impractical. Okay. <laughs> even even for even, even for our winter, you know. keep your money aside, David. Don't don't go spending. I, I know so, you, I know thanks. you're a bit of a fashionista. <laughs> I know you love to to look very dandy all the time. But just just for once, don't succumb, <laughs> David. On the tech side. Very interesting. There's a lawsuit coming, and I'm very pleased there is. It's the social media companies, you know, you've got you know, TikTok and, and Facebook and everything. They're going to get caned in court uh, because of the – a lot of families have got together who've had children who've committed suicide at young yeah. ages, like 13, yeah. 14, 15, yeah. etc., because yeah. they're watching suicide videos. Yeah. And it's not just that they're searching for them, it's that their accounts that they have yeah. are bombarded yeah. with them. And I think that they're going to get done this time. They say, well, vigorously defend this. No, I'd love to see Zuckerberg in the dock. I, uh, and I'd love yeah. to get a $250, $500 million fine or something. And the yeah. TikTok people. Because I, find, I, I, I feel quite strongly about that, don't you? I know. I know. Oh, yeah. For children, yes. Mm. Um, not only for children, for adults as well. And you don't know what's fake news. You have absolutely no idea what's real, what's not real. I just, I, it drives me mad. It, it absolutely drives me mad. And sometimes, uh, for, I, I try, for some reason, I don't use Instagram, but for some reason, it does appear on my iPad. Hmm. And what I try and do is to get rid of it. In order to get rid of it, I can never clear it because I hate to see, you know, 30 messages waiting for you or something. 
And then I look at some of these reels, and I just say, ah, what's the word? You, you, you're you much better with finding words. You know, when it's in ain, it's banal. Give me some more adjectives for that. Believe that well, people it, it, just... It's, it, it's irrelevant. <laughs> it's moronic is another word. It um, is. You know. it's, it's like, I don't know, it's like reality television. I keep on seeing... I, keep on, I don't know what's happened to society. People... I was watching BBC this morning, and they feature an ITV programme called I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, where people <laughs> have to uh, get into a tank with snakes and spiders and, and things like that. Uh, and uh, it's in, set in Australia, but it's a British production. And like Sir Bob Geldof said on a very good programme called Grumpy Old Men, the series, not the film, and he says, <laughs> look, he invented it because him and his partners invented Survivor, but he said in his Irish voices, what you got here is the cult of the moron. Because people yeah. that sit and watch that stuff, I don't know. I don't yeah, know if they know who the President of the United States is, if you ask them. Or no. what was going on in Israel versus Hamas. No. They would have no idea. And I find it distressing. Mm -hmm. It's the same with Instagram. As you say, yeah. just just real, real drivel. Yeah. Something that is not interesting, yeah. not funny. And it's not going to lift your life at all. Yeah, and I've had my rent now. I hate it. Anyway, you, you, you're right. Look, I'm a, I love history and I read history and I understand the importance of history simply because it gives you an understanding of where we are now. Uh, um, I, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy going back and, and, and reading. I, I don't read fiction. I only read nonfiction. And when, when I talk to young people, when I talk to you, particularly in, a, in our environment, in our working environment, mm. you, you're absolutely staggered at how little they know about where we are today, about the world. You know, and I try and encourage them to say, you know, to get away from that and to try and say, look, you're in a country now which is a very complex and complicated country. You know, try and read about the history. You know, try and read about all from the time that Van Riebeck's Joy, you know, uh, landed here in 1650 or whenever it is. You know, why did the British come here? Read about how they found gold, how they found. I mean, it's so important to understand how we got to where we are. Yes. No, absolutely nothing. That's why I said to you now, that's why I said, you know, in, in, in talking, I said, you know, the mines, how important the mines were because they were ecosystems. When they sunk a shaft, Everything around there developed. Mm. And I use it as an illustration to say that's what you've got to do. You build a factory. I don't care whether you're a green person, a yellow person, a white person. It doesn't make any difference. You build a factory, a whole ecosystem develops around it in the outer areas. As you say, people get their money, they go out and spend. And that's why it's so important to bring investment here. But, uh, and, and, and the best lesson we ever had was through the mines and also when the mines started to close their shafts, etc. That's how we got to where we were today. Anyway, sorry, that's my rent. No, that's good. I like your rent. <laughs> the, the thing that will probably interest you more, rather than apart from Zuckerberg being nailed up, and that is the ChatGPT founder, yeah. so the CEO of OpenAI. I can't remember. Altman, I think his name is. Sam Altman, yeah. yeah that's right. Well, he's just been employed by Microsoft. Microsoft said, I can't believe this. This is like Christmas come early. We'll take you. And also his yeah. co-founder has been snapped yeah. up as well. And they're, yeah. gonna, they're starting up a division which is the next level um, yeah. AI. And, mm. and Microsoft acted swiftly. And, the, and I think yeah. uh, OpenAI is going to have egg on its face with this one. 
Yeah, they will. Well, I don't, I don't understand the story. I only saw the headline yesterday. I, th- I don't even think Altman understood it because he was talking over the weekend at that ASEC uh, conference and he's been going out and raising money and suddenly he hasn't got a job. So uh, mm-hmm. Microsoft, that's fine. You know, <laughs> we'll develop it ourselves. Look, <laughs> it's a big story. I mean, it's AI is a big story. I don't fully understand it. Um, I, you know, I don't understand algorithms. I don't understand what it does. All I know is that everybody is talking about it, including, you know, when Microsoft get this excited about it, it's going, it's going to continue to be a theme. So I, I'm working on my themes for next year. <laughs> I've got, I think, I think that's, that, that's the one. The other is going to be these uh, appetite blockers. <laughs> continue to, to um, what's the word, uh, be discussed. There's, there's a lot of discussion around it. But I think it's the consequences that I think are very exciting, which are making people very nervous, the people who, who replace knees or cardiologists and the snack companies and that. They're taking this seriously. So, um, you know, that's the other theme. That's, uh, the theme that I can't get a grip on is the commodity market. I just can't find my way through it. That's why I've got to do a lot more searching to find out whether it's going to, whether if we do have interest rates coming down, which is likely to happen, yes. um, that's another theme. I think going from inflation to deflation. But, you know, in other words, uh, car prices coming down, airline prices, all of those coming down. That's what I mean by deflation. But, um, the you know, um, commodity prices is, is, is the one bother I have. What else? I did have another one. <laughs> don't, do, don't give us a spoiler here. I'd rather in the new year when we reconvene, <laughs> yeah. you're going to say, right, these are my themes. We'll do a long show. Yeah. So that would be fun. Okay, David, no football, of course, apart from some scrappy no, internationals. No. So the cricket was, to me, the highlight. What yeah. a terrific game. Mm. What a great team yeah, Australia. Yeah. Mm. How did us, uh, India throw it away after 10 straight convincing yeah. wins? Yeah. But well done, Aussies. I think it was Crikey. too easy. Mm. Yeah, It was too easy for them. You know, when I saw their... Uh, when I saw their bowling lineup, they only used five bowlers in India. Mm. And uh, they couldn't vary it. And I think because they'd had such an easy run into the final, you know, winning 10 games and everything went their way, they weren't able to change their plan. They weren't able to adapt. And Australia was superb. You know, they, they won the toss, they decided to bowl, and their bowlers were magnificent. I, I, it's the only match of this whole series of all 48 games that I actually sat through from ball to ball. Mm. I just sat here on a Sunday watching it, and I said, I'll go do something. No, I can't. No, I can't. You know, every <laughs> ball was important. Yeah, it was, it was really great. good fun. Anyway, football back yeah. is back, and the next time we yeah. speak, uh, we'll talk about the next weekend's um, premiership mm. resumption because you, we probably won't be talking on Thursday, David, because you're going for more cosmetic surgery I, I, at yeah. Netcare. <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Yeah, uh, uh, you know, when you get to my age, you've got to check all the pipes. You know, the yeah, neck. I know. It's not cosmetic <laughs> surgery, I know. It's a serious thing, but uh, a precautionary <laughs> measure uh, ahead of your, yeah, your flight to New York. That's good. Yeah. But very good luck with that, David, and we'll speak next Monday about we all sorts Monday. of things. Yeah. Okay, jolly good. That's David Shapiro from Sassam Securities, and that was uh-huh. Shapiro World. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or 
or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer, or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision, and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.